let's let's make a podcast. Hello and welcome to Unpick. I'm Sarah McClintock, artist, costume designer, and someone who didn't think of something else to say this episode. And with me today, <laughs> we have Alex. Uh, yeah, it's me, Alex. Um, if you're listening to this, you probably know me from either Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, to uh, a good podcast with a bad name where we talk about <laughs> politics, or you might know me from City Girls Mate Do, where we talk a lot about Sex and the City, and more well, fashion comes up a lot in that as well. Yes, I noticed in the, the episode I, I listened to, um, you just talked a lot about how good everyone looked or bad everyone looked and like what they were wearing, and it seemed to be like a core thing in the series. Um, yeah, have you ever watched Sex and the City? No, which is why I'm listening to City Girls Make Do. <laughs> um, so it's really like known for its fashion. There's a lot of episodes which like take place like either around like fashion shows or art. Like the latest one we recorded, which should be up by the time this is out. Um, a whole plot point is about a dress Carrie wears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the stylist for the show, Patricia Field, was really influential and like I think to me, but to a lot of people as well. Because some of the stuff they wear is really out there, and but everything fits the characters really well, which I really enjoy. No, I, I feel I feel a bit as a costume is I feel offended that Sex and the City has a stylist and not a costumer. Um, just just saying that there shouldn't there need to be a distinction between those things yeah i think Um, they have a stylist because a lot of them wear like designer clothing yeah they don't have a costume designer yeah it makes it makes a lot of sense i mean yeah it makes sense for the characters but there are some places where i'm like no this could use an actual costume not just something (laughs) off the rack or off the runway yeah yeah because like um like 50s hollywood films are really bad or good i guess for like just having stylists and having like designers come in to be like, oh well, this is a fancy Hollywood film where like there's a scene at a ballroom and I'm going to use this film to like promote my uh, line or whatever. And I mean, I guess fair enough. Like you're valid. You're not valid because the like, 50s Hollywood was an awful, awful place. But yeah, it was definitely. I remember like the because the one that comes immediately to mind is I think like Givenchy always dressed uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I think, the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of, because it was... I think because they were the only ones who would dress her, because she was so thin for the time. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, uh, I watch a lot of movies, and... Yeah, go on, carry on. We should probably talk about you. Um, Me. Do you... Am I right in thinking you do acting? I do, yeah. Yeah, so I'm currently in drama school... And sort of like act on the side and stuff. Um, and I, because <laughs> I was listening to your episode with Sarah last night, and I remember you asked her, like, oh, what do you wear? And I was like, it's such a broad question. But then the first yeah, thing that I'll came to mind was my fr- my friend said, oh, you dress like a drama student. Okay, tell me what a drama student dresses like. I don't know. But she said it, and then someone else agreed with her, and I didn't really know what that meant. Uh, I think just slightly loud, but also comfortable at the same time. So, like, for class, I always I always have to wear, like, leggings and, like, a school t-shirt. So I'm I'm pretty, like, 
sporty. I guess because I'm I've been wearing uniforms all my life. Yeah. So it's quite natural for me to like dress it up and find a way to still have my personality come through with it. Oh, this is okay. So like, I do yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Next week, whenever her first episode comes out, like we we have like we had a whole thing on that and wearing uniforms and getting to not wear a uniform and be like, finally, I can wear what I want to wear. Um, <laughs> That's the thing, though. When you dare to wear uniforms, you're like, ah, shit. But what do I wear? Yeah. Yeah, it's like going from school school to like uni school you're like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and the other thing my friend said this is a different friend who said that she'd never seen me in the same thing twice Uh uh-huh so i thought that was a weird thing that we could possibly get into particularly extensive wardrobe i i do have a lot of clothes the thing is i am like very anal in that i probably won't wear this exact same outfit like in front of the same people okay if yeah. i can help it not yeah. forever but definitely with a big gap in between i so would, would you say you have like a kind of a subconscious timetable in the back of your mind be like okay well the last time i met up with these people was this and i was wearing this <laughs> so i can't wear that and that together but i could wear the bit of it yeah yeah i do it's 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 kind of fucked but yeah i i don't know where it came from i think i just i like to show many probably because i am an actor and i have always been i think kind of loud in how i dress i had a brief like as a teenager i went sort of back into myself i'm now Mm. coming back out of it but as a kid i would wear like fancy dress costumes all the time oh my god so i think i had i had this desire that i like i want to show new different people to different every time i see someone i'm like oh i'm in new outfits it's a new alex you have yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, okay, coming from, like, the the costuming side of things, like, my fucking favourite thing is, like, because sometimes you work with actors and you're, like, put this dress on and they're, like, okay, okay. But then, like, some people come in and they just fucking love dressing up and, like, Ugh. you give them anything and Me they're just, too, like, I... so happy to wear it. And I'm, like, yes, thank you, I love you. <laughs> you know those montages where, like, someone just tries on loads of clothes and they're, like, yeah, yeah. you know, going through everything. That's my dream. I just want to be in a room full of different clothing and try it all on. Yeah, yeah. And the, just I mean, I see w- stuff w- and make new things. Yeah. Like, I want to be in the room full of clothing and, like, put it on the other people. So, I get, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just... It's fun, and I feel like, I guess because I do have that sort of natural like acting thing of I can see how clothes obviously influence how other people see you yeah. and how it influences like you when you wear it. Like it, there's clothes where if I wear, like for example, I have like a big sort of skirt, like a skater midi skirt, and if I yeah. wear that, I kind of feel like Julie Andrews. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm wearing that as opposed to if I'm wearing like something black and maybe a bit leather, it's entirely obviously I'm the same person, but I feel different in a yes, yes. in a small way. Yeah, yeah, and sort of. I mean, this is a fairly obvious question, but would you? I mean, if you know you have a place to be where you need to be presenting in a certain way, um, would you be fairly good at dressing for those situations? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm quite good at planning because I don't go out like super often. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do naturally kind of plan my outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think this in the next coming weeks, I have 
a wedding to go to and it's black tie and I was like oh shit I don't have any real formal clothes but I'm still like okay I can accessorize this dress to make it look more expensive than it is yeah yeah so I'm quite good I'm a I'm adaptable I think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like um day to day I know you mentioned you dress like a drama student um what (laughs) kind of specific things does your wardrobe contain um I will say that like to me dressing like a drama student like I just did a google image search for drama student Mm. (laughs) um and there's a lot of like sweatpants involved and things that you can move in yeah you definitely have to wear because it is very physical even if you're that's the thing about acting is it's a lot more physical than people think it is yes even if you're doing a play and you're not physically moving a lot you're probably standing on stage for 45 minutes and walking about and running up and down and changing costumes or getting makeup done so it's very there's a lot of moving parts when you're acting so you do have to wear stuff when you're training or when you're rehearsing you do have to wear stuff you can move in and that's comfortable but the thing with that is like since I do have to wear sporty stuff when I'm going out outside of that I'll probably I'm more likely to wear something that's far removed from it I think Mm -hmm. but Um. yeah in my day-to-day wear I think I wear a lot of stuff now that I try and show off my body a bit more just because Mm -hmm. I really I had a lot of I still had body issues but like as a teenager I was a lot bigger and like I felt really out of place and now I'm yeah. sort of getting a bit more confidence. I feel better at showing myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Is it that um, you are far more confident in your body, so you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, look at me, I'm going to show this off? Or is it, are you maybe forcing yourself to show off your body a bit to build that body confidence? I think it's half and half. Like, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. a believer in faking it till you make it. Yeah, Because I'm, yeah, I'm not 100%. There's no way I could just... There's still stuff where I'm like, I, I could never wear that. I I will never wear that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I'm... There's, but there's a bit of like, okay, I do... This part of my body is nice. So why don't I wear something that's a bit tighter and a bit more fitting or that is lower cut or higher cut or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. I like it and I get... And I realise like you actually get compliments when you're wearing something that fits you. I had a long time of like either wearing something that was too tight or too big. So mm-hmm. now I know what clothes fit me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that makes sense. This doesn't feel like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I, I always find it like quite astounding how people don't know when things fit them. Like I've, I've been to fittings and I've been like, do you know that this is too big for you? And they're like, no, it's fine. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's a th- that, I mean, that drives me kind of crazy too, because, I mean, I di- I definitely knew it didn't fit me, but I just went with it anyway, because it is, when you are bigger, it's hard to find clothes that fit anyway. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think, what was I going to say? There are, there are times where I'm like, that doesn't fit. And it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. And it doesn't like flatter your body and you you know that everyone else can, even if they can't see it, you feel like everyone can see there's something off about what you're wearing. Yeah. And I, that doesn't help. And I def- my dad was very into um, 
like when I was younger, he used to work for Hugo Boss. A couple of people in my family used to work for like as salespeople for fashion brands. Yeah. So I remember like seeing a lot of clothing and it would it it's one of those things that drives me wild, but when people wear suits that don't fit, I'm like, just get it tailored. Why would you wear a suit if it doesn't fit? Yes. Yeah. God, it it and like the other thing is women's clothing does not have a standard size. Uh, yep. So I could go buy something and it could be I fucking hate H&M. I I have a love hit cuz I can buy one H&M. Oh. Oh, I could buy something in my actual size like and it would be two sizes too small for me. So then I get into this panic thinking like, "Oh my god, I'm, you know, I've put on loads of weight or I'm too big." Or whatever, and it's like, no, this just isn't a standard size the way there is for men's clothing. I just wish it would just be measurements. Yeah. One of the most like shocking revelations that I had when going in to study costume and clothes making was like I looked at the kind of not so basically the textbook, like the book that has all the instructions for how to draft um clothes and paper patterns. Mm-hmm. It had two separate sections of standard measurements. It had like standard body measurements like as measured and then it had measurements for drafting high street sizes and I was like what the fresh fuck? What, it's, why, it's wild. Why, why and it you makes you feel like shit as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I've definitely there's been times like the amount of times I've gone shopping with my friends especially when I was younger not so much now but I just couldn't find anything in my size. Or if I did, it wouldn't actually be that size and it would either be too small or too big. And it would just be too frustrating that I would just stand in the corner and watch them chop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, I think it's a shame. It's it's fucked up because like the highest size they go is the average in a lot of places. Yeah. Or maybe one size over the average. And it's like, if you are at any end of that bell curve, you just suffer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I've yeah. always been really lucky in that I'm like precisely the exact measurements for a size 12. Although that means I buy size 10 in shops because it'd be like that. But I'm mm. always exactly in the yeah. middle. I've always been able to find stuff. And I've like, yeah, been really lucky yeah. in that. In that um, regard. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating, especially because I was always, it was like, Clothing was always something I was really interested in. So I would look at magazines and watch shows and like lots of movies with obviously very like, you know, iconic costume departments or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wish I could wear that. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of can, but they wouldn't make it for a long time. They wouldn't make it in my size. And like now I've lost, I've lost a bit of weight as well as sizes in stores are going up. Yeah. So it's sort of like a simultaneous, like, okay, now I can comfortably go shopping on the high street or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. for a long time, it just wasn't possible. Yeah. And how, how long have you been on the sort of weight loss, body confidence train? Not very long. Like, honestly, well, since I started, like, studying drum more intensely, I have lost weight just because it is physical and, like, I'm getting mm. out more and... The only things I can, because I'm vegetarian, it's quite hard to eat out. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just, yeah, I just don't for sometimes until I get home. So I, you know, skip lunch or whatever. So I just managed to lose weight, and I started eating healthier because it's, you know, you have more energy when you 
don't eat oh, junk yeah. food, etc. Yeah, definitely. But, so maybe the past like 18 months, I would say, I started to okay. lose weight and become more confident in my body. Uh, but mainly like this sort of summer and the last summer, I think, are the it's sort of also the first time I've worn actual summer clothes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, instead of just, like, jeans and, like, maybe a baggy top. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, so, like, sort of what, what would you have worn before in the summer? As in, as in uh, like, wait, wait, Either, like, a really around. baggy... Uh, yeah, so before I think I would have worn, like, a baggy dress. Maybe something long sleeve. The other thing is I, I got a new tattoo on my arm a couple mm. years ago. I think two nice. years because uh, I used to have some scars there, so I didn't want to wear anything that wasn't my, you know, by my elbows, I suppose. So I would wear something quite big and loose. I yeah. And long-sleeved. Yeah. And now I'm much, yeah, I wear, like, actual, like, summer dresses, you know, florals and everything. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Because, like, I actually wasn't quite sure what you were on about when you wear summer clothes, because when you said summer clothes, like, I don't really wear summer clothes. No, it's not, I mean, it's not the hottest place. London is boiling in the summer. It's not actually that hot, but it's just, there's no air con, so it's boiling. Yeah, actually, I guess I do live in Scotland, so I would have no reason to have summer clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hate shorts, though. I I refuse to wear shorts that aren't, like, legging shorts. A lot of discourse of shorts in this podcast. Yeah, um, which doesn't really make sense. I've got it's a, it's a clothing podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. about clothes. <laughs> but yeah. no, I hate shorts. I have I have big thighs. I can never find any that fit me. Mhm. Mhm. I right, sit get... down. It's just yeah. You yeah. sit down. It's like a grip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to whenever you said um about wearing stuff outside of class to contrast the like comfortable stuff that you wear mm-hmm. in class like what what would you wear to contrast that comfort action wear type uh i think style i still kind of include it because i always wanted to be the type of person who could wear heels like in the daytime but i can't do that so i still wear trainers pretty much everywhere mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing is, I I have to. I usually try and wear like a skirt or a dress, or maybe like tighter jeans as opposed to leggings or sweatpants or anything. I don't. I I just hated wearing trousers because I had to wear trousers every single time I went out, and now I feel much more like freedom in dresses or in something that's not black. Yes. It's kind yes. of messed up because my actual, like, what I used to wear before I started uh, acting was, like, black and was a lot of trousers. And because I have to wear that every single time I go there, yeah. um, I'm, much more, I'm much more into colours. I'm much more into, like, floaty fabrics. I really like different textures when it comes to clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I like a lot of silk. So oh. I like wearing that. It's like more delicate as opposed to stretchy and, you know. So, um, would a skirt be your standard thing to wear outside of a class? Uh, pardon? Would a skirt be your standard thing to wear outside of class then? I suppose so. Obviously it depends on the weather. Yeah. Because it's 
starting to get a bit colder now. But yeah, I, I, I'm getting much more into skirts. I think because I'm more comfortable in my femininity. I used yeah. to be a lot of, I used to be a real tomboy as uh-huh. well. I was, like, girly as a little kid, and then a tomboy, and then now I'm back to girly again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And did that come with the sort of starter drama school? Um... I think so. I think, yeah, especially because people started to bring up how uh, the way I speak, and, like, obviously, I don't think, apart from anyone who knows me in real life, probably doesn't actually know my body language. Mm-hmm. But that got brought up a lot of... I, I move very delicately, okay. essentially. Very yeah. lightly. And people would bring that up a lot. And I'd be like, oh, well, if I'm moving like that, maybe I should wear floatier fabrics instead of denim and T-shirts. Maybe I should wear something lighter because that will enhance it. I started to realize that I could enhance things about myself instead of burying them down. Yes, yes. Aye, so if you have lighter fabrics, that's not going to hold you down, sort of thing. Yeah. No. No. If, yeah. Like, literally. I mean, I could wear anything, but, like, literally something that's comfortable and loose is going to accentuate whatever physicality I already have. Yeah, because, I mean, it sounds like the, the sort of things that you're uh, wearing these days is sort of, like, you're going with the lightness of your movement, going with your body, um going with your femininity um mm. and yeah instead of fighting yeah, against yeah, it yeah and so, I don't know if it's a phrase in my head is owning up to being yourself um yeah I definitely think that's it because yeah I think you're right like I sort of had this kind of cry before I started acting I kind of had this crisis of like okay what am I good at what do I enjoy and then when people started to tell me, okay, this is... Obviously, I'm the only person who knows mm-hmm. who I am. But you can learn things from what people say I, about yes. you. And I thought, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, clearly, if I'm you know, very delicate and very light and very caring, that's something that's trying to come through. So maybe I don't always need to like literally weigh that yeah. down. Yeah. I can enjoy it. Yeah. Um, uh, you also mentioned that you're very into colours. Any particular palette that you're drawn to, or just any and all colours? Um, I'm. I think I really. They have this shade of green which I love to wear because it makes me feel like a tree. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh I, I mean, I love that. <laughs> I realise I sound slightly like very. I sound very bohemian. I think. Oh, I'm an actor, and I like dressing like a tree. I do like florals and shit, though, so it's yeah. it's true. I do like dressing like a tree. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of like a an emerald, kind of lighter than a forest, but darker than an emerald. Lighter than a forest, darker than an emerald. That sounds like the beginning of a spell. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> forest, darker than a <laughs> I am a witch. Yeah, I'm very... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, I listen to a lot of Kate Bush. It makes you know- sense. Everything but you've said that, about I mean, that, fabrics just, has just fallen into place for me. <laughs> I do have a dress which is which I call my Wuthering Heights dress because it's red and it's linen, and it will any type of there's a slight breeze, it will just go everywhere. It's wonderful. I wore it so yeah. much this Are summer. You, would you be a Stevie Nicks fan as well? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not super into like a lot of fabric. I because it's I, I don't think I could wear I couldn't wear a shawl. I couldn't wear like a maxi yeah. There dress. is such a thing as too much fabric. That's I mean, that's that's true. It's just for me. I need I think because I do need to move. Then I'm like, okay, I need something here. If I'm wearing a long skirt, I'm, I feel a bit over encumbered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, I like yellows. I like I've gotten really into lilacs and violets at the moment. I like purples. I also like monochrome outfits. If I can. But they're quite okay, difficult so, so to So like off. you would go with shades that are like harmonious than like rather than contrasting? Yeah. I I think for me more harmonious. Uh if I can. Yeah, I'm not mad on mm-hmm. contrasting colours. I don't I do like purple and green. Uh but I I couldn't wear something like an orange and a blue together. Oh, what? Orange and a blue is I don't my know favorite why. That's like that's like my favorite. <laughs> I did. I know. Yeah, um, it's good. It's just for me. I can't wear red and green together, oh despite the fact that I have a lot of red. I have a lot of red clothes. I have a lot of green mm-hmm. clothes. I can't yeah, wear red and green. I mean, because it does Christmas look colors Christmas. and they're banned. Um. Yeah, I don't want to dress like an elf. Yeah. Dress like a fairy or a witch. Fine. Yeah, but not yeah an like elf. like um, purple and green are like the like iconic witch colors. Um. Mm. I, I know yeah. I am because I was costuming Wizard of Oz last month and we were like right everything that witch does is purple and green great sorted purple and green are good colours colors, though I guess red and blue are also hero colours yeah did you go with red shoes or oh, silver red. shoes for Dorothy red. it had to be red okay um, would um, mm-hmm. the like colour of whatever you're wearing that day would that change depending on your mood or how you feel I know that's probably a very stereotypical thing um, I think I go more, f- yeah, I go for more like silhouettes. I think as opposed to colors, as in the the, the silhouette but, will change yeah. depending on how you feel that day. Allah. Yeah. Um. I definitely I like something that sort of goes in at uh-huh. the waist and then flares yeah. out again. Because I I think that's just it's flattering yeah. on everyone. Everyone deserves to have, but a particularly waist. me because I. Yes. I think, it, yeah, it's, it's a flattering look. If you want to have a waist, just have something that goes in then goes out. Yeah. Fit and flare. Yeah. But for me, I do have quite a small waist. Yeah. So it, it, you know, shows that off. I like sort of emphasizing mm-hmm. that. But I, I feel like more so wearing something that's really loose, like my Wuthering Heights mm-hmm. dress, makes me feel really comfortable because it's just, it's, it feels like I'm not wearing yeah, anything. Yeah, and would that be like comfortable in your body primarily, or like in your mind? I think in my mind, I would say something more fitted makes me feel comfortable in my body, and then something loose makes me feel comfortable uh-huh. in my mind. Uh-huh. That's that's that's. I'm just thinking about that. I don't know. I think there's there's I think what? that there's there's more I could think about that, but it's not coming to me. I'll maybe remember it, but it's 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 uh, sort of been re- relatively recently that I've sort of realised that there is a real distinct a distinction to be made between like mind comfort and and body comfort, mm. um, especially talking with with Sarah and we talked about it with Herfa in the last episode that will come out next week. Mm. Um, that distinction, um, 
Yeah, there definitely is a distinction, especially for me. Um, you know, it's like when people say, like, the looser the cut, the sexier the feel. When you're wearing something that's really, like, for me at least, I do feel self-conscious uh, when I'm wearing something tight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of it, there's a price to be paid, I guess, in being seen is and that is that you are seen uh and which is scary. Um, I okay. I have to say, I've actually never heard the phrase "looser the cut, sexier the feel." I think it. I I I feel like I must have heard it from a movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> that it was definitely. Yeah, I I think it works though. Have you ever worn something that's like, like loose and silky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and soft. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, especially if you're not. Yeah, know. you're just. I know what's underneath here, and you yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, speaking of um, movies, you did say earlier that like uh, you would watch a lot of movies and like kind of be inspired by the stuff you'd see there. What are some of your favorite movies? Um, I definitely West Side oh Story. God. Definitely, <clears throat> I. Yeah, it's a problematic movie, but. The way they use the fabric and the way, obviously, like the way everyone's yes, color coded, yes. I always thought was cool. It's a, you know, you can tell who everyone is just by, like, even if you, clo- you know, squint, you can yeah. see who everyone is. I really love that. And I really love the way they move and use yeah. the fabric. Um, sh- oh, I need to talk about Showgirls. Please talk about Showgirls. <laughs> because that film, I mean, along with everything happening in it, just frying your brain um everyone's also covered in diamonds okay okay i'm googling showgirls because i'm not familiar with it oh uh, it's, it's, well it's about showgirls in las vegas it's a terrible film <laughs> but oh wait that's the one with the poster where the woman looks like a snake yeah yeah like- she has like this like bejeweled like forehead and she does look like a snake yeah <laughs> It's kind of amazing. Um, uh-huh. and, <laughs> and like Charlie's Angels, I feel there's this there's this one scene where Lucy Liu is wearing like uh just a, a black like corset, black leather corset. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Just casually. This casual wear for her. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't just wear that. But I was like, maybe I can just wear black leather corset as casual wear. Who's gonna stop me? don't have one exactly what if i was lucy lou we are all want to be lucy lou i guess exactly we are all want to be lucy lou <laughs> yeah if we did episode titles that would be the episode title <laughs> <I feel>. um <laughs> sadly this will just be like episode 11 Alex. um what else did i want to talk about i had something but i've forgotten it 
Yeah, I I kind of like I'm feeling like a narrative to everything you said in like a phase like phase one as a kid mm-hmm. wearing fancy dress costumes and then like going through teen years and feeling the need to hide and then coming back out of that um, is I mean I think is a fairly common narrative through everyone's like shitty lives and the shit we go through. Um, yeah, and like I I, I well actually. Like, wearing fancy dress costumes as a kid is, like, prime material for pointing to, like, eventually having a career as an actor, like. Um, it definitely is. Like, I couldn't I couldn't escape it. If I was, a ch- as a child, it was also very spoiled, which is, you know, probably, luckily I'm not uh-huh. a brat, but I was very spoiled in the fact that my mother did just want to buy me loads of Barbie dolls and, like, dress me up in if i wanted to wear some stupid dress uh-huh. she'd just be like okay and there definitely is a freedom as a i'd like to think there's a freedom as a child because you don't really care what anyone's thinking about how you look you just say i want to wear this and i'm gonna wear it and if you have a cool mm. parent which i did then yeah they'll let like, you wear if you, it if you're out and about and you see and a kid if- wearing dresses as a spider-man you're like yeah sweet good for you hell yeah yeah, I'm like, good for you. You're going to be Spider-Man when you grow up. I love it. Yeah. And uh, my favorite games to play were always make-believe ones. So I was sort of predestined to act. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've actually remembered, because I wanted to ask a little bit more about having family members work for fashion brands and, like, maybe growing up and have being around clothing stuff a bit more. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Because I think you mentioned that, um, that, like, that led to you having experience in, of how stuff that, like, fits and how, like, clothing was always a thing you were interested in. I think you did say that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it definitely was something I was always interested in. Um, my dad, because I remember my dad used to work for Hugo Boss, and he had, my dad's f- very into clothing for a man. Mm-hmm. It de- he definitely was, especially when I was younger. Um, I feel like a lot of guys I know, they're either very interested in it or they do not care. Uh-huh. And I see a lot of guys wearing like like clothing that doesn't match or doesn't fit them, and it bothers me. Yeah, there was this rule. Yeah, there was this rule around my house that, and which I've always believed in, and you know, gets me annoyed when I see it that you can't wear black and brown. Uh huh. Yeah, I just thought that was a law everywhere. But my parents would say to me, like, no, if you're wearing a black outfit, you can't wear brown shoes. Which is right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I never heard that as, like, a law. But I've I've always sort of known it's like, yeah, I mean, you, should, you shouldn't. You probably really just shouldn't do it. Unless you're really exactly. confident that that's the right thing. You just no. should not do that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's... Like it's one of those things where it's like there actually aren't any laws. You but can do whatever you want, but it's it's a rule of it's a rule of thumb more so. It's like your tie should you know tip of your tie should meet the beginning of your belt. You, you oh, can do what you I'm want. Getting, I'm getting flashbacks to working on but... West Side Story, and they so it was like a teen production, and they they all come in to like get changed to go into like the gym scene, and like they put on ties and like slightly not and like they, they having to go around and be like. Son, 
Your tie should be this this length. It should not be halfway up. Your- what are you doing? Do it again. Stop. Tuck your shirt in. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. <laughs> That's a th- As someone who had to wear a tie for school, like I yeah, never yeah. wore it the actual length. But if you're, you know, wearing like a suit and tie for if an you, event, if you're wearing a tie when you actually like want to be wearing a tie, where... then yeah, that's yeah. There's just, just, a, just, you know, it looks nicest that way. Yeah, yeah. But you can do what you want. I know for me, the challenge was like, how many times could I wrap my tie around itself before putting it through? And I think I got up to like nine on some days. <laughs> did you do it like really short and like fat? That was the style in my day. Yeah, yeah, we did that. That was yeah. like, the cooler you were, the fatter your tie was. <laughs> so ugly. I don't know why we did that. It was, awful. It was like, some, it was like, if this if this was like some kind of like animal subspecies, it'd be like, ah, oh, and the dominant females have the short, are marked by their shorter and fatter ties. <laughs> um, I think my school literally put in like clip on ties as soon as I left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were fed up. But um, yeah, back to the, the, like my family and stuff is my sister used to work for Burberry as well mm-hmm. in sales mm-hmm. and so I have I do have some Burberry stuff but I never wear it I don't really wear designer clothing because I feel like in some parts it's a bit icky yeah especially Burberry because they're pieces of shit yeah like I remember hearing the thing about how Burberry like banned from having sales and that like any unsold thing had to be destroyed so that like fucking chavs wouldn't get their hands on it or something well that's the thing because like the the burberry check or whatever it was you know um it was like a chav thing yeah it was definitely like lauded as like this is lower class even though it was from like a really high-end brand yeah i was reading some i think i was reading some article about it on like somewhere i can't remember and basically it was because they sold uh like their baseball caps really cheaply and then it became a sort of entry level designer item but yeah. i feel like designer clothing is really they don't want poor people to wear it yeah so i don't like wearing something and i don't want people to think oh she's a snob yeah because i'm not yeah it's not like i didn't go i don't it's not for me i don't like um what was it what was i gonna say what i don't know how to use it i don't like pieces where it's i I hate like really branded designer stuff because i feel like it's a bragging right you didn't buy that because you liked it yeah like the kind of thing i'm i would think of is like is it Marc Jacobs handbags? And it's just like a normal ass handbag that happens to say Marc Jacobs by Marc Jacobs on it, and that's the only distinguishing thing about it. It's not an Marc Jacobs by Marc Jacobs in association with Marc Jacobs, designed by Marc Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. No, I. It's just bragging rights. It's like a Louis Vuitton bag, and it's like ugly, but it has Louis Vuitton all over it. Yeah. So you get to feel important when you wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I do, I'm not really into that. Yeah, I do think there, like, there is there is designer designer clothing that's like well designed and looks nice, but that's like it's the culture that kind of surrounds designer stuff that is most worrying to me. Yeah, especially nowadays, because uh, I like designer clothing. I used to, you know, watch. I haven't really watched like runway shows. I've always wanted to go to one. Um. Mm. So, but I used to, you know, I know a lot of like names and a lot of looks and stuff and i can tell you about brands 
so there's there are like items of designer clothing which I would want to have, but definitely nowadays it's very branded. Like looking at like Supreme t-shirts and like those Gucci t-shirts which are really big, and it's like it's just a fucking t-shirt except you paid like ten times as much as you would normally pay for a t-shirt. I don't think I actually knew that those t-shirts that say Supreme on them were like a designer. I thought it was just like a weird meme. Oh no, Supreme is expensive. Oh no. I once walked past a a Supreme store in London and there were people queuing outside of it. (sighs) Oh yeah, did you like grow up in London? But Out of interest? Uh, sort of. Like, I'm in more of, like, Greater London. Mm-hmm. I, as a teenager, I was more in, like, the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more like, it's weird. London's one of those places where, I think most cities in England and the UK are like, oh, you go into the middle and it's proper city, you drive maybe an hour out and it's, like, farmlands. Yeah. So I sort of did grow up more in the suburby part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely spent a lot of time in London. I spend a lot more so now. I move further back in. So I I do consider myself a Londoner. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I was thinking about that when we had, we briefly touched on like Chavs and Burberry. And I I think, because I think that the like, that Burberry stereotype is um, quite like England centric. Because, like, we had... Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot is very England-centric. Like, where a lot a lot of the time people talk about, like, the UK and Britain, they mean England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of bothers me because I'm like, no, you're talking about England and you, you should be specific to things. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, like I said, we, we will find out this episode that I am a Virgo <laughs> and I am very particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but people say like British accent and they mean like my accent. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not fucking British accent because of how many accents there are in the UK. Yeah, technically I have Britain. a British accent. It's very confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay, I think I'm going to start wrapping up. Um, mm-hmm. was there anything else that we didn't get to that you particularly wanted to talk about? Uh, I'm just thinking... No, I don't think so. Um, maybe sort of... I think accessories? Oh yeah, maybe? I, I don't because think... I'm, yeah. I'm also very short-sighted. Mm-hmm. And my glasses were a big thing. And now I'm sort of... I, I've gone back into just wearing the same pair of glasses a lot. But I did for a while just buy loads of different pairs so I could match them with my outfits. Yeah, I've known like a few people who've done that and I'm like like if I because I don't wear glasses, but if I had to wear glasses I would be I would like probably lose them a lot. Um unless I had to unless they're yeah. a permanent fixture to my face. Um so just having multiple pairs just that's more to lose for me. That's maybe it's that, that Virgo particularness that you'd always know where your glasses are. Mm. Yeah, I definitely. If you if someone's listening to this and they wear glasses, I definitely think you should get like maybe two pairs. I sort of have one that's more comfortable and then one that's maybe a bit more formal. Hmm. So if I want to wear glasses, but I if I don't want to put contacts in, but I want to hmm. go out somewhere, I'll wear those. And and as for like jewelry and earrings, like you, do you have any piercings or anything? I used to have. I had a nose piercing and that closed up. Uh, I do have my, both my lobes pierced, 
uh, I actually kind of dislike wearing, uh, like, I hate wearing rings because they annoy me. And yeah. my earrings sometimes hurt, but I, st- I still wear them. I have loads of earrings. <laughs> I have a lot of jewellery. Uh, I like necklaces, I think, the best. Uh, I-, I have this, yeah, I have this, like, nameplate necklace, which I realised I did buy because of Sex and City. Actually, <laughs> I didn't buy it, it was a present. But, I know, it's embarrassing. I think I did talk about it on the, on a, like, a net that's coming out. This is, I, like, I, bonus content you'll have to work, you'll this have is to listen bonus to, content. to City Girls Make Do to find out. Um, to find out the true history of, no, I just brought it up because, I not I like, I did watch Sex and City when I was far too young to watch it, so it did kind of inspire a bit of my, like, fashion sense. And I like the idea of a, a statement piece of jewellery that you wear and that people know you for. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I have my little Alex necklace. Nice, nice. And I think this is a perfect segue to into plugging things that you do and all that nonsense that we do at the end of the podcast. Yeah, so if you want to hear more of my voice... Uh, then I'm sometimes on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Gonna Die. Not a threat, just a fact. Sorry, I should have been faster on it. It's like programmed into my brain to say that after it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on that. I think last episode I was on, I did talk about Burberry and how they're pieces of shit. Yep. And yeah, and then I'm also more regularly on City Girls Make Do, which is on uh, a sex and city podcast as we've spoken both those are on noisebase.xyz so check it out also check out the other shows on there yeah yeah there's some um, really good stuff stuff over there if you want to follow me on tumblr then i'm at dork phoenix and i never really plugged my instagram but i feel like i should because you this can... is a show on which one's instagram should be plugged yeah yeah if you want to see me then i'm uh, alex monomore on Instagram. Like Monamu spelt that way? Uh like the French way. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a U. I'll get it up. So uh I I can spell it properly because I mean I don't know how to spell it I'll, and it is I'll my pop Instagram. It in the in the des- description. Um Yeah, so it's Alex and then M O N A M O U R. Yeah. Sweet. Um and well I guess you can find me at Sarah Mook Costumes on Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. do I have anything else to plug that I might actually probably plug my Yu-Gi-Oh podcast Pot of Greed because you know I gotta acknowledge that I do that um, I'd be <laughs> proud of the fact that I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh uh, I also recently guested on a Wheel of Time podcast called Everybody Hates Rand where I just if you're at all interested in fantasy costumes Basically, I went on and like ranted for an entire hour about how much I hate historical costumes in fantasy movies. Um, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I got like so bad. It was just me being like red, mad, and nude on a podcast for an hour. Um, so maybe go listen to that if you fancy hearing stuff about that. All right, Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, and yeah, bye, lads. Bye. I'll have sign off.